This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, July 24th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. More trade aid details to come this week. Pro-Brexit Prime Minister takes charge. Grassley pushes tougher USMCA enforcement. Purdue reveals the first key MFP detail. Long-awaited details of the Trump administration's new trade aid package will be out by the end of the week on Thursday, that according to sources on Capitol Hill. But Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue has revealed one key aspect. Every qualifying farmer will receive at least $15 an acre. Purdue also confirmed to reporters on Tuesday that sign-up for the market facilitation program will be in August, with payments to go out shortly after that. The payments will be based on county rates that USDA has not disclosed yet. Disaster rate update? Well, Purdue said he expects the White House Office of Management and Budget to finish its review of USDA's 2019 disaster aid program by August, and that sign-up could start later in the month or in September. Pro-Brexit Johnson takes control of Britain. Boris Johnson, who was elected the new conservative leader in the U.K. on Tuesday, will be named prime minister today in what is expected to be a win for Brexit supporters and the U.S.-U.K. free trade agreement. We are going to get Brexit done on October 31st and take advantage of all the opportunities it will bring with a new spirit of can-do, Johnson said in a speech. Johnson has been an avid supporter of Britain breaking free from the European Union. The Brexit plan proposed by outgoing Prime Minister Theresa May would have the UK retain EU restrictions that hamper or block US farm commodities. But the US ag sector is hoping for a cleaner break that allows a new free trade agreement with the US. Congratulations to Boris Johnson on becoming the new Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. President Trump tweeted yesterday, he will be great. Grassley, GOP should support Dems' concern on USMCA enforcement. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley is a strong supporter of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. But he is calling on federal conservatives to support efforts by Democrats to ensure enforcement of labor standards in Mexico. The Iowa Republican told reporters yesterday he would vote for USMCA as it is now, but also stressed that if there are problems with enforcement, I just want to make clear that Republicans ought to want enforcement the same way Democrats want enforcement. Mexico's legislature has already approved a bill to rewrite about 700,000 labor contracts and give more power over pay and benefits to unions and workers. But many U.S. lawmakers are reluctant to trust the Mexican government without independent enforcement. The House Democrats' USMCA Working Group, scheduled to meet once again this week to resume talks about their demands on USMCA with U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer. USDA eyes 2020 for final biotech regs. U.S. Department of Agriculture hopes to finalize the overhaul of its regulatory process for biotech crops by the middle of next year. But the department is getting a number of requests to first extend the public comment period that's set to end August 5th. A proposed rule issued in June would exempt many crop modifications that could be achieved through conventional breeding. Among the groups wanting the comment period extended is the National Grain and Feed Association, which is seeking mandatory notification for those exempt products. 
NGFA worries that undisclosed biotech products could result in trade disruptions. Bobby Frederick, NGFA's Director of Legislative Affairs and Public Policy, said, We need the tools, new crop traits, but we absolutely need the markets. For more on how FDA, EPA, and USDA are revising biotech regulations, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Dairy Program Enrollment Inches Upward Enrollment in the new Dairy Margin Coverage Program has topped 13,000. That according to the first of what will be weekly reports from the USDA on DMC sign-up. Wisconsin alone accounts for almost one-third of the enrollment. As of Monday, there were 13,240 farms enrolled out of 37,468 licensed dairy operations nationwide. 4,121 of those DMC participants are in Wisconsin. Minnesota is second enrollment with 1,511 farmers, followed by New York with 1,397 and Pennsylvania with 1,137. The farms that have enrolled in DMC have qualified for $145 million in payments so far, with $41 million of that going to the Wisconsin operations. Wisconsin has 23% of the licensed U.S. dairy farms. Anti-hunger advocates slam SNAP rule. Anti-hunger advocates say the Trump administration's latest plan to shrink the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program may do the opposite of what conservatives intend. Kate Leon, the Chief Government Relations Officer for Feeding America, which represents U.S. Food Bank, says the proposal will provide a disincentive to work by punishing those trying to do the right thing by working more hours, seeking better-paying jobs, or saving money so unexpected bills don't push them underwater. The rule would remove 3 million people from SNAP rolls by restricting a process that allows people in many states to qualify for benefits with incomes up to 200% of the federal poverty level. The federal limit is 130% of the poverty level. According to one study, the average SNAP recipient with income over that federal limit receives $57 a month in benefits, and 58% have an elderly or elderly or disabled family member living. 31% have children. Purdue brushed off criticism of the proposal, saying it will only affect people who are gaming the system and can still afford to buy the food that they need. Budget deal likely win for Purdue. The Congressional Budget Agreement appears to be bad news for congressional efforts to block the relocation of USDA research agencies. Under the deal, there will be no new policy riders that are controversial. The House passed fiscal 2020 funding for USDA. It would bar Purdue from moving the Economic Research Service and National Institute of Food and Agriculture out of the nation's capital region. The provision would have faced tough opposition of the Senate anyway and has done nothing to dissuade Purdue from moving ahead with the relocation. The Senate Appropriations Committee is expected to start moving its FY20 spending bills in September, just ahead of the start of the new fiscal year on October 1st. Here's today's He Said It. Attention farmers, the president's tweet about farming this morning wasn't meant for you. It's propaganda for the kings of propaganda. China. That Texas farmer Casey Kimbrell responding on Twitter to this from Trump. President Trump tweeted, farmers are starting to do great again after 15 years of a downward spiral. 
the $16 billion China replacement money didn't exactly hurt. President Trump was referring to the amount of the new trade aid package. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, July 24th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.